It's time to jump from the past to the present. Join your hosts, Alan Price and Chris Vint, as they power up and analyze games from today in ORS Reviews. Now it's over to the reviewers exclusively on PopCultureNetwork.com. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Operation Retroshock ORS Reviews. I am your co-host Alan Price and this man beside me is also a host of the show. Yeah, the other co-host. I'm Chris Vint. Hello, I'm waving. And you can't see me wave, but hello, wave back now. You there, you didn't wave, wave back. Thank you. <laughs> so yes, um, this is a tad odd of a recording for us all. Um... We have our new microphone set up. Hello. Don't get intimate with microphone, you'll break it. Hey, baby. <laughs> we have a professional microphone set up now. We aren't using, like, headset and microphone, so it's kind of a bit odd for us because we don't have to use two laptops or anything like that anymore. It's just really weird. So we're going to get on with this because it's ORS Reviews, so we just knock it out the ballpark and give you our opinions on two of the most recent games we have got for you. Our first one we are going to talk about, as Chris shakes it at the microphone, is his one he has got for review, courtesy. Both of these ones that we're doing today are courtesy of Nintendo. The first one is going to be Xenoblade Chronicles. Or Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblade, Xenoblade, whatever way you fancy saying it. Just like, it. Just like Root and Route. So, Chris has that, and I had Inazuma 11 for the DS. So, yes, both courtesy of Nintendo. And by the time you listen to this, they will have just came out this week. So, we're on the ball with our reviews anyway. Well, with your one. Well, yes. Because it's a football game. Ha <laughs> ha, he made joke. <laughs> uh, you didn't understand. So... We shall kick things off with, not the football game, surprisingly enough, that would have been another pun, but the Chronicles of the Xenoblade Man. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, for those of you who aren't aware, there was a game that came out years ago called Xenogears, um, that was uh, made by Squaresoft, and was released in America and Japan, but was never released in Europe. Uh, Xenogears is kind of like a follow-on, I want to say, from this. Um, so it's kind of like... Um, the best way to um, think about this is uh, Final Fantasy for the uh, Nintendo Wii. Um, obviously, once you... If you've pre-ordered this and paid £5 deposit for like game, you get like a snazzy red controller, which goes well if you have a red Wii. A red like classic, you. Yeah, a red classic controller. Um, no, I've never been a huge RPG fan. Um, it's only been really Final Fantasy thirteen that I sat down and played. Obviously, I'm a fan of the Zelda series and stuff like that. Um, straight off the bat, um, there's a lot going on. The screen is very, very busy. As soon as you as soon as you start, there's like a lot of like monsters that you have to take down and. You kind of, you know, like every so often you get a wee, like a wee pop-up of a tutorial um, that tells you, you know, what you need to do here and what you need to do there, etc, etc. So, um, straight off the bat, I was just like, 
you know the cutscenes even for me uh, it's probably the best cutscenes you'll get on the Wii but that's not saying an awful lot for yeah. the Wii's processing part in my opinion yeah um I've tried and I've tried to get into this game and I just I can't warm to it it's just not my cup of tea whereas obviously with the last review we had Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time and Resident Evil which were both to my liking um this year I just couldn't really get into um you can set out for distant horizons and discover the secrets of a vast land with a mysterious past or you can master the art of combat as you lead the charge against a cruel army of invaders witness events as they unfold and fight to avert them as the power of a fabled sword becomes your ultimate ally Alan gets an email or text message from <laughs> um that's not actually written here but um no it's just it's not the my taste I know a lot of people out there will go like oh my god are you serious but you know like the main reason I have a Wii is because of the amount of um, Mario games and you know yeah, it's the, it's, the fir- it's the first party Nintendo games yeah mm-hmm. so it's not something that I particularly I know with our next Nintendo review we in Star Fox I know it'll be a, one that I will appreciate a lot definitely, more than this um, just basically to surmise if you're a fan of um, RPGs mm-hmm. you'll you'll not go far wrong with this it's just uh, unfortunately I haven't had the time to sit down and devote and try and play hours on end to try and get into yeah. it um, I've tried for a good hour and a half or thereabouts and I just I just can't warm to it at all and the thing is it's not like uh, you haven't had the time to play it because you have been on holidays that is kind of another factor to take into account is you have You've been off, you've been relaxing, but you haven't feel you know felt drawn into it. No, you haven't felt drawn to. Oh, well, go and give us another go. It's not one of those games like. It's not one of those games like Resident Evil, um, the Mercenaries, the one that we covered. Um, it's not one that you can just pick up and play for five ten minutes yeah. and put it down. Once you pick this up, you have to then devote a good Major bit of time and then get somewhere to it you know I know the likes of the official Nintendo magazine are really going um, for it and some other places are um, but for me it's just it's not my cup of tea but I would recommend this game above other role playing games to anyone who owns a Wii yeah. um, and you want to have something to whittle away the time cool um, mm. the thing is with this as well is that it's not at the moment planned for release in the states. It's it got released in June in Japan. It's got released this Friday in the UK just past, and it's getting released in Australia in September. It's pretty much every region except the states is lined up to get this, and I'm wondering, based on kind of the way you have seen the game and not felt enthralled by it, is that maybe the reason why it hasn't got a release at the minute for America? I know you could say well, you know, Final Fantasy's been taken well but enough, but... The thing is is that you got to remember that the Japanese love their role-playing yeah. games, so you know, you got to remember that whenever the Xbox 360 launched, it didn't do well, and the only reason that did well was whenever Blue Dragon came out. Yeah. Um... 
but they love their RPGs over there. I'm not sure what the state of affairs is with America and role-playing games. Um, I know that um, the guy who does uh, Retrocore, Chris, um, DJ Sexy Lips or whatever his name is, he's been quite taken by Sudoken or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So that's like a really old... PS1 plat- uh, role-playing game very much like uh, Vacant Story was and that kind of stuff yeah so to me to me, it will get a release date but I think it may have to be one of those ones that the fans kind of demand or whether they're able to get like a freeloader and play a European one yeah. on that it may end up being that sort of a case yeah um, it seems a bit you know like obviously we're seeming a wee bit slightly down on it and it's just not our sort of a thing it really may just be your thing the reviews it has been getting elsewhere are reasonably good like um, you're getting Metacritic has gave it 91% IGN's gave it 9 out of 10 official Nintendo magazines gave it 92% um, you know Edge has gave it 9 out of 10 as well so it's getting the good reviews it's just I think it's that it's very very small niche in the market this is like the best way I could say would be this is like you saying to somebody who isn't a fan of Friends here's 10 series of Friends I want you to work all the way through that and then go I don't really want to but I'll try it Um, but it's just a case of for me as I say you know like it's not my cup of tea um, but if I had to give I would probably give it 5 out of 10 because I'm not a role playing fan I I did you know it was a case of uh, the, I, the storyline seemed very good but um, it just wasn't anything that I would particularly think wow I must rush out and buy I was really looking forward to playing it and then whenever I yeah. put it in it just it didn't match my expectations because it, it was one when I told you that Nintendo were going to send it to us for a review you did get really really excited yeah. about it but it's just a shame that it really didn't live up to what we were hoping Um but definitely, if you're an RPG fan, we would recommend it because it'll be right up your alley for that sort of a stake. It's just unfortunate that we're not huge RPG guys. Our sort of opinion of an RPG is, let's go play Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, that's is, the height of our role playing. If Pokemon Chronicles or Masters Universe Chronicles, um, that would be fine. But, yes. no. but it's just the whole style of it is very, very Japanese. Yeah. So by all means, if you're into your Japanese stuff, you know, go for it. There, it it is a 12 rated game because there is violence and bad language and you do need basic reading ability to fully enjoy this game. Oh, that's why you didn't enjoy it then. Yeah, it's just like, oh, well, this. Um, obviously, you can play with the remote and nunchuck, but the best way to play it is with the classic controller. Um, Which is actually, it's actually quite nice to see Nintendo designed it with that in mind. Yes, yeah. because obviously there was Donkey Kong came out there last year earlier this year I'm trying to remember the dates now it's getting my mind is all confused but it was one I was like oh great I'll get to play with the class controller and then I ended up yeah you have to turn your Wii remote sideways and use the technology in the Wii remote so it was kind of a left oh, down in that aspect so, so to see much like the Super Mario Brothers exactly yeah. so to see them actually put the effort in and allow people to use the class controller is pretty cool in my opinion that is a bonus for it in my opinion but I think that's fair to say that would be uh Xenoblade Chronicles or Xeno whatever whatever way you want to pronounce it I just have always been up the left with way to say it Um, our second game is again it's really weird because this episode is very much kind of Japanese-y sort of related stuff because this game 
Inazuma Eleven <laughs> is based off a uh, Japanese TV show, card game, and all that sort of stuff. If my memory serves me right, uh, it was let's, let's get one of the voice actors on the Operation Retro. Exactly. Show. Yes, Konichi Mansan, whatever you are, come on show. Um, yeah, so we're getting this game actually quite far down the line in comparison to Japan. It was released in Japan in August 2008. What? So nearly three, well, it'll be three years ago the day this goes up, yeah, pretty you gotta, much. you got to remember it as well, folks. This is a DS, not a 3DS, or yeah. not like a GameCube game. This is a Nintendo this DS. Is, this is a DS game, and the European release was only just confirmed there, like... A couple of weeks ago, it was kind of a really random, out of the blue sort of thing that came along. So, like I said, it was a, there was collectible card games. You have this has come along. There was the an, there's an anime as well, which is just broke into the United States and the dub as well. It's basically a case of it's completely surrounding football. The basic backstory is there's this kid called uh, Evans. They call him Evans. By his, sur- by his surname, you always have a friend that you call by your surname. I'm pointing uh, <laughs> at himself, at Price. No, not me. But he basically is a very keen goalkeeper. Um, I don't know where the story goes. I have watched a couple of episodes of the anime as a result of having got this game, just to kind of see if it broadens my scope in terms of the game. <laughs> uh, it's at the- I can figure out that in the first season is. It's a school football team, a school club, that a lot of them don't really want to know what's happening and all that sort of thing. And he's like, come on, come play football. And they're like, no, I want to play. And there's one there playing their DS. So it's like, oh, that's very good. Um, and then there's this amazing guy who kind of just scores tons of goals and kind of like skulks off. And there's a mystery behind him as to why he doesn't... He wants to play, but he doesn't want to play. So it's a mystery in that aspect. But... If you're thinking this is very much in line of a regular football game where you'll use like your D-pad and your A or B buttons to shoot, this is not the case. This is very much along the lines of um, Pokemon Ranger. Because Pokemon Ranger, you had to use your stylus pen, and you would like tap the Pokemon and then spin it round and round and round and round to try and capture it. You couldn't just hit A and like throw a Pokeball or something like that. Um... In this you have, depending on the match, you can have like four players, three players, or a a full 11 team at a time. Um, What you'll do is you'll use your stylus pen, you'll like draw a line for where that player will go, and then you can use it to tell them to pass it and all. It's good when you're playing on lower difficulties, (laughs) but if you get... If you start doing it on higher difficulties, it really, really, really can get very, very fiddly. Because you're trying to use... There is an option to use stuff with your directional pad and the stylus pen. So you're trying to balance this sort of stuff and you're trying to go with your stylus pen at the same time. And it's just like... You can get quite frustrated and I have got frustrated once or twice. Like I've played the game probably for about five hours and I have enjoyed it. Um, but it is a case of you have to be very, very good with your stylus pen to make this game worthwhile for you. But again, if you're really, really in to your Japanese style games and you follow the likes of the anime of this, then it would indeed be very good for you, in my opinion. Chris is just taking a look at the lovely picture of the box. 
which is quite crazy and colourful and all that sort of a thing. One other thing I must say about this is I showed Chris this as well when I got the game was it has one hell of a crazy intro oh, to yeah. it. Oh yeah, well it wouldn't be Japanese so it didn't. It's like, Inazuma 11, and then it's like, hey, ho, and all that sort of stuff. It's just like, get get dancing and all that sort of a thing. Um, but it's kind of looks like it's based around the fact that they're trying to help you, like, you can expand the game and get different players, be it by downloading it via Wi-Fi and buying cards and stuff. So nearly a wee bit like with Pokemon, the online trading scheme. So, like, you can go online, you can maybe inherit somebody else's player and you can send another player back to them mm-hmm. which is a good idea in my opinion um, in terms of overall reception uh, the game has done very well and I consider it a very good game as well um, most places have been rating it in the sort of 85% range out of 100 has that been just Japanese kind of places? Um, the Famitsu again. Famitsu is very, very they're, they're, big in Japan. They're like the edge over here. They're very, yeah. very hard. You know, like if a game is crap, they will tell you it is muck. Yeah, they'll not sugarcoat it or anything. And they rated this game thirty six out of forty. Okay. So they were obviously suitably impressed with it. Like I'll read you a quick example about um, Nintendo Life gave it eight out of ten. Uh, they said it's a refreshing take on the RPG genre and genre. that genre genre I don't care um, it has a compelling storyline it has an overall charm and is very well structured fantasy style football system because obviously there's like fire dragon stuff and it's special kicks so it isn't exactly there's a normal game of football for you um, it says here actually also that Nintendo Life said it was the third best selling game in Japan on the week of its release with 41,000 copies so it's not too bad I wouldn't say anyway um, but I would probably as Chris again seems to have this fascination with the new microphone I really microphone. just want to lift it upside down and go Anderson or Kennedy but that's copyright so we can't do that um, I would probably rate it about a 7.5 Okay. I wouldn't go so far as to rate it you know in the 85 region, the really, really awesome region, just simply because of the fact of that fiddliness with the stylus and all that sort of stuff, but it does, I have to agree, have a pretty good storyline and, again, like I said it got me interested to go and see what an episode or two of the anime was like, so it done its job at getting me interested in the intellectual property itself. Okay. Uh, before we go, we need to announce our competition winner for The Legend of Zelda. Who? Who is it? Who is it? Uh, it was actually somebody who's been on the show before. Who is it? I don't know him. And he's been on Master Universe Chronicles before as well. No. And his name is Mr. Mike Lacey. Yay! I love Mike. Yay! Um, so, Mike, if you could wing your uh, postal address to us, um, we will uh, be sure to send you out the Zelda um, copy for the 3DS with this lovely um, box and so forth so if you could just do that as soon as you can that would be great then we can send that off <coughs> and he's lost it ladies and gents now it's back again so Alan what do you think we're going to re- be reviewing on the next ORS reviews well on the next ORS reviews like you kind of slightly hinted and dropped the bomb on uh, use bombs widely the <laughs> see there we go again. It is more than likely going to be Star Fox 3D for 
surprisingly enough, the 3DS, courtesy of, again, our friends at Nintendo. And uh, by the time that comes out, it will be very, very close to the time we go to a certain event in Birmingham called Game Fest, of which... I got some news today and have not told Chris, so I will oh. be telling him off the air. I was going to say, so that's why I would. Um, what about Driver? Do you think um, that will be... Driver, getting? it'll depend. I'm working with Ubisoft to see if we'll have it in time for the next review show. I would like to think so. Nintendo tend to be very quick in getting the game sent out, whereas Ubisoft tend to send them extremely close to release date. Mm-hmm. So, Star Fox... Well, I've been told I will get towards the end of the month and Driver comes out in the 2nd of September so fingers crossed they should both end well, up on the not, same review show. If not then we'll do Ridge Racer for the 3DS and just yeah. make another 3DS system. Obviously yep. with the price cut um, worldwide it's going to be a case of um, people maybe wondering what games yep. to buy and this stuff. Is true. Um, uh, obviously we're going to be um, at Game Fest and there's been a couple more games announced oh yes yes um, Let me, give me one second there people let's Chris keep talking okay well one of the games that's been announced I am absolutely dying to play which is um, Resident Evil um, Raccoon City it looks awesome from the video footage that Alan showed me of that it just looks absolutely the graphics inc- are gorgeous absolutely incredible and I really hope that they've done like a system link yeah, that you can have four players and you That'd all work awesome. as, a, as a team. It, it looked like that from the video footage we saw. We saw there was at least three people working together, so it would be a good thing. Um, I'll just reel off here quickly all the games that are currently announced for Game Fest here in September in Birmingham. First of all, at the top of the list, we have Gears of War Three. Pointless since it's out like two days after. Exactly. Yes. Uh, next after that we have our PlayStation bracket which has Resistance 3 which again is out like right around the time of this show but the next one is very very interesting and I look forward to seeing is Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception a graphically brilliant masterpiece of a game but also a very good playing one Activision are going to show Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 to be quite honest I probably won't be bothering going there. Chris probably won't be going there, so it probably will never be mentioned. No, I probably will be going there to see the little kids who want to play it get turned away. Well, that could, that could be good. One. We might try and take pictures of that. <laughs> it's just like a person footage. pointing away. Video footage denied. Uh, Electronic Arts, our good friends at Electronic Arts, they're going to be showing Battlefield 3, Need for Speed The Run, FIFA 12. FIFA 12 is a wee bit of a meh one because it's out about two or three weeks after it. Um, yeah. But the big one for me and the other person that happens to be going well this that EA are showing is Mass Effect 3, which is not out till March next year, so this is a nice wee bonus to see. After that you have THQ, which is showing Saints Row the Third, WWE 12, yeah! and Utra Game Tablet. Oh, wow. I'm excited. WWE 12 then, everybody. Yep. Uh, Disney are showing Disney Universe. Exciting, by the looks of it. Bandai Namco, these are... Uh, some we're getting towards the newly announced ones here. You've Dark Souls is going to be there. Ace That's the se- sequel to Demon Souls. Have yep. you played that, folks? Ace Combat Assault Horizon, which actually looks quite interesting from what I've seen so far. But I like that sort of Hawks game, so this should be interesting. One Chris is actually excited about is Ridge Racer Unbounded. Oh, thank God! I thought you were going to say next one, Ben Ten Galactic Protector. Yes, or one of them is. is Ben Ten Galactic Racing, but. Oh. Meh. 
Inversion, a bit of a mystery one. We haven't really heard much about that. Ubisoft, which is currently showing the most yeah, games that's at this pretty, show. That's pretty much like Alan's screen here. Yeah, it's pretty much my full <coughs> screen. It's taken up by what Ubisoft are showing. Ubisoft are showing Rayman Origins, which looks quite interesting. Uh, you, obviously, you're going to have Assassin's Creed Revelations. The Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which we've been waiting on for like years now. Yeah, you might as well if it would have been funny if they put I Am Alive in there. I kid you not, everybody, we have posters in work that said Fall 2010 on it. Yeah, so well sure, I've still got my driver t-shirt that says Coming Christmas 2010. Yep, it's, it's crazy. Ubisoft, they've held off on those ones. Uh, Far Cry 3, Just Dance 3, Chris is going to be up and involved in that oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Your Shape Fitness Evolve 2012, that's going to be me. Um, you're going to have The Adventures of Tin Tin. You're going to have Motion Sports Adrenaline, WRC uh, FIA World Rally Championship 2. And, of course, as we mentioned, Driver. But, again, Driver's going to be out by the time we get there. So there's a bit weird, what's the point? Um, Sega, which is a very recently announced person that's going to be there. They're going to have Mario and Sonic the London 2012 Olympic Games they're going to have House of Dead Overkill which Chris is quite excited about as well uh, Rise of Nightmares and one I'm excited about Sonic Generations next this is where stuff gets really interesting Capcom have just recently came on board their first one that they announced was Street Fighter and Tekken the crossover mm-hmm. um, then you have uh, Dragon Dogma I can actually not Make out those words. Is it like or Azora's Wrath? Or Azora's something? Wrath. They have it in really funky looking old it Japanese almost, it, writing. It almost looks like Aerosmith from a distance. <laughs> so it does. Uh, Dead Rising Two off the record. So I'm assuming that's like a Game of the Year edition of yeah, Dead Rising Two. Pack, like and of course, Chris mentioned Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Can't wait. I've got my stars watch on already. And the final part at the minute, at the moment is from Konami. They are showing Pro Evolution 2012. Meh. Uh, <coughs> El Shaddai, if I'm pronouncing it right, I'm not very good with pronouncing. Uh, Silent Hill Downpour, that could be interesting. Um, but the most mm, tantalising, I would say, of Konami's at the moment would be Metal Gear Solid HD Collection. Yeah, and uh, obviously Twitter's a big deal with GameFest and Game Digital. There's also uh, Game Fistoria, um, which um, seemed to be dealing with a lot of GameFest stuff. Um, he actually said that apart from Nintendo, another uh, company haven't announced anything has been Square Enix. This is true, and Bethesda as well. Yeah, Square Enix, of course, are in charge, as Natalie, um, the other person who's going with us, said is in charge of Tomb Raider now. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see if they be interesting they because they've been, they'd been showing video footage of in-game play of Tomb Raider at E3, so whether it could be a wee sneaky last-minute addition would be nice. But, of course, Natalie is hoping Bethesda hurries up and announces the fact that they're going to show Skyrim. I think the chances that if Bethesda have been announced as an exhibitor but they haven't announced games Skyrim is pretty much their only game out this year so it would be more than likely the one they are going to show I think that what 
game Fester trying to do is trying to break the announcements up because we seem to be getting one a week now because mm-hmm. it was only yeah. really there the last day or so that it broke that uh, Capcom were yeah. going to show Street Fighter versus Tekken obviously this has done the Street Fighter engine and then we'll be, they'll be redoing it with Tekken versus Street Fighter and the Tekken engine which looks pretty awesome so it both looks very good but the one thing as well is the other big company that hasn't announced anything is our friends at Nintendo now I could be a big whistleblower and tell everybody what's going to be there but I'm not going to because I'm nice and I respect our relationship with Nintendo me and Chris already know the plans for Nintendo at Game Fest needless to say if you really think hard you can figure out what their main push is for Christmas and you'd be pretty much on the mark in terms of their handhelds and their home consoles Um, but it's, let's just say we're very excited to go to Nintendo's area come Game Fest because we could probably spend most of the day there if we're totally honest. Yeah. And plus we're going to get fast tracked if be like you go on there and be like, ha ha ha. Another one also that has kind of stayed very quiet is Codemasters. Chances are theirs is probably going to be the new Formula One game yeah, that's coming out. Maybe but again, dirt. But again, it's very much another one that's getting released around that time so that's probably why they're not worried about announcing it too much at Mm -hmm. this stage Um, but I think that's pretty much us for now so we shall bid you adieu and we shall see you in another episode of our Operation Retroshock family chances are it'll more than likely be the resurrection of Wrestleshock Um, (laughs) I don't say resurrection as in we put it aside and forgot about it it's just a case of like you know we've been extremely busy over the summer this has been like our first break uh, in a long time till this show comes along but we will get back at it we will give you a wrestle shock and then who knows it may be time to get after that uh, Italian fella again so keep those ears listening to your iTunes podcast feed like auto refresh like every day um but mainly like Saturdays and Sundays. There, there has also been there has also been a big name that I have accrued uh, for Operation Retroshock. Another star interview who um, all the interviews that we've had have been great, um, but this is one that I'm really really looking forward to because um, well I'll not I'll not spoil the beans. No, don't do nothing like that. <laughs> don't do nothing like that. You edit that out because that gives it away. That's no, like saying, it's only like four tones. You probably like, can't even hear me because the microphone's pointing towards you. Okay, well, that's just foul, but anyway. Okay, ladies and gents, so we say goodbye to you. We hope you've enjoyed this little review show. I don't know why I'm saluting you and all these sort of things. We hope the microphone has worked out quite well. Um, it has been a bit quiet at points, probably, but we're getting used to it, and fingers crossed it'll go well in the foreseeable future. So, I've been Alan Price... I've been Chris Vin, and if you can't hear me, it's because I'm priced as loud and I'm not. That's basically that. Bye! Toodle pips. Kick off the past.
Fastens fly like lightning. lightning. Good ball, the tension's so exciting. exciting. We'll do our best together until the game is won. When we're together, we practice to be strong. People put us down, saying we're the underdogs. The road to the final is long and hard. But none of these things matter when we score a goal. Shines like lightning Stand up, stand up If you love football Never give up until the final whistle Stand up, stand up If you love football In Azuma 11 In Azuma Hey! 